The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. Into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your awarded good buddy, Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Me, I'm your master of ceremonies, good buddy Brandon. And that's right, it's time. It's the new year. It's 2024, and we're doing it, baby. You know, usually we do these at the end of end of the year, but we decided to like kick this one up to a little bit further so we get the ends of some shows. Mm -hmm. But ladies and gentlemen. It's time. Welcome, one and all, to the sixth annual Good Buddies Award. That's right, everybody. The, the stars are. You can look in the sky, but you won't see any stars because they're all in here. Look at that clouds in his dress, looking wonderful tonight. He's, he still has the cloud from Final Fantasy yeah, VII Remake sitting on the. <laughs> He's in the dress. He's looking. He's looking pretty right, you know. I said, "My darling, <laughs> what is you're this? wonderful." Well, sure got, we got Eric Clapton in the house doing it. Absolutely not. Work. He's not allowed. What? He's not allowed. <laughs> Eric Clapton what? can stay out. Okay. You're anyway, right. you right. Uh, <laughs> I said, "My darling." If, if we sound a little loopy, it's because Roger decided, you know, it's another end of the year uh, list. Uh, let's do a little bit of uh, the booze. He's mm-hmm. got, he had his crown royal. Don't worry, it, dude. I got it right here when you get I'm not. You can't possibly get me to drink more of this. He has a crown royal Texas mesquite, blended Canadian whiskey infused with Texas mesquite wood flavors. And y'all... He said he got it on sale. I think he got it on clearance because I'm I'm tasting it's like wood lacquer and and, it's and like plastic. I, what I think is it's like they went to um, they made a nice fine Canadian whiskey and mm-hmm. then they went to the beautiful scenic shores of Lake Waco and just don't. scooped up the dankest fucking campfire and Lord. dumped it into the cast. I mean, it's a little bit of that. You know, I saw I looked up some reviews and I saw some people being like, you somebody know, give it a seven out of ten. Somebody gave it seven. seven, seventy-seven out yeah. of a hundred, which is a C plus. Another guy said that's a four out of ten. He couldn't. Nah, I I'm not much caring for this, but I've got a little bit of a glass and I I am to finish it. I I said I would, but Roger, that's not what we're here for. We're here mm-hmm. to do uh, the end of the year awards. Our favorite. Uh, series, sequel series, and other categories from the year 2023, uh, talking about all the different animes. And you know what I think we're going to do? We're going to start with the goofy stuff. Yeah, we're going to reverse we'll, it. When I say goofy stuff, I mean like, you know, the non... We, we each have a top five for animes. Yeah. We each are going to do our categories, which we will get to, obviously. If you've listened to any of our reviews, you know the categories. But we've got some other kind of semi-randoms that we want to talk about. And let's start, Roger. Let's start this out. We're gonna talk about best series and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And Brandon wrote stuff for his. I, I just. Wrote I, I got my, a few notes. Yeah. I got a few notes. But you know, the one thing I do with my top five, a little, a little caveat I give myself is I don't do any sequel series on my okay. top five. I only do new stuff. So I want to know, Roger, 
What was the best sequel series okay. of 2023? Well, let me start off and say that I do not hold myself to the same bar. No, that of you course do. not. Yep. So whatever you say might be on your top yep. five, and I'll say it probably is. Okay, but go ahead. Best sequel of 2023. Vinland Saga season two couldn't have been nothing else. It's on my list too. It's my my best sequel. Uh. Yeah, I, I wrote a brief note here, but I mean, there really ain't shit to say about it. It's yeah. fucking great. There have been many great sequel series this year with many shocking moments, but baby, Finland's number one. Yeah. And we might have some honorable mentions. Obviously, Jujutsu Kaisen 2, pretty good. We had Demon Slayer, Swordsmith yep. Village. Uh, uh, I Family. I slammed on through Ancient Magus's Bride Season 2, mm-hmm. and gotta tell you, pretty fucking sweet. Uh, but no, it earlier this yeah. earlier in 2023, pretty early in the year, I want to say, was it spring season? That was, or was it winter even? I don't remember. But that was that was our numberiest, twentieth. Then still is yep. baby best yep. sequel it's, series. It's the best, dude. It's the best. Now Roger helped me out with some of these categories. <laughs> uh, Roger, I know you said this one, and I feel like there's a very specific reason you wanted to do this one. But um, what was the best dub? Of the 2023. Best, the best dub? Yeah, I'm mostly a subs guy, but what was the best dub? You know what, dude? I know what it I'm wasn't. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with my honorable mention, which is Miggy and Dolly. <laughs> now, Miggy and Dolly is not the best dub. No. In it's fact, not a good dub. It's it kind could, of a bad dub. It could be one of the worst dubs, but that kind of adds to that show. So I still recommend checking out that dub at least once. But there ain't no other show that this could go to other than let me crack open my envelope. And the best award, everybody is award for best dub goes to Pluto. That is correct. It's Pluto. You could have, I wrote here, you could have just gave me Keith David, David and it was probably going to win. But the whole dub cast really went in on this one. Every role, every voice, the thoughtfulness that goes into some of these lines, it's legitimately. Mm-hmm. Fucking masterful. Yep. I loved it. Yep. It's really fucking good. It's really and good, you got man. my boy Sung Wan in there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Sung Wan. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Pro ZD. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get let's bring it down a little bit. I want to know uh, what was your biggest disappointment? My biggest disappointment. This is the Somebody Shat in the Cake Award for biggest oh, disappointment. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who could do such a thing? My biggest disappointment 2023 is the Roroni Kenshin reboot. Oh, no. Because yeah. that guy's a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. And it really just, I can't watch it. Roni Kenshin guy is Because uh, I know they're bummer. giving him money. For every view, that guy's getting some more money. It sucks, for every, man. For every wall scroll it sells, for every, you know, manga they, or, you know, magazine they publish mm-hmm. something in, mm-hmm. all that shit, the more fanfare it gets. I love Roni Kenshin. I love the story, but it's just... I mean, I, I think disappointing is an understatement. Yeah. But, you know, we don't have anything lower than this. So this You're is right. the lowest low. There you go. It's the lowest of yep. the low for my good buddy Roger. Uh, my moist, dis- most moist, my most disappointing. Oh, you moist, all right. My moist disappointment. Let's no, see you being well, moist I guess over you could there. say no. That's You're looking terrible. at that play mat, dude, making you moist. I, Roger, I walked in here, and you know, we sit at Roger's table. He's got a bunch of play mats on the table. It's covered in play mats, in fact, from from tip to toe. And this motherfucker has sitting in front of me. I want you to just imagine you are in the kitchen at the cutting board, cutting up some, I guess, chives or something, some kind of, uh, you know, delicious greens. You got a bowl of ramen over here. You're going to add those two. You got some uh, weenies and noodles over here. You're going to add those two. But as you look down and see yourself chopping them a little closer to you, you see a big pair of titties. That's what he's got here. It appears to be a first person view 
of a big titty lady looking down, chopping up some greens. And I don't know why he has this sitting here <laughs> where I sit. Yeah, I needed a good place to put it. And... You know, where else would you? Yeah, where You know, else your good buddy I... Brandon was going to get it's, a kick out it's, of that. It's, yeah, it's not like I would have planned that or anything, dude. You're a monster. Uh, it's not. Why do pretty you pretty have disappointing, it? right? Why do you have this? Pretty anyway, disappointing. It, I, it's quite disappointing. No, my biggest disappointment um, is going to be Bandai Namco's tacit denial of a relationship from which from Mercury. Minor spoiler alert. Roger hasn't watched the whole show yet. So basically, at the end of which from Mercury, uh, them, 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 them women's is married. They're wearing rings and everything. And, like, you could make jokes. I saw somebody make a pretty funny joke. Haha. Oh, look, in the last episode, these two girls are wearing wedding rings. Wonder if we'll get to meet their husbands in the next season. No, no, haha, funny joke. They married. They, these women's is married. So, in an interview with Gundam Ace, Kana Ichinose, uh, the VA for Suleta, basically said, Oh, yeah, them women's is married. And now the digital of the version of that interview got edited to remove that quote. And then when people ask about it, Oh, hey, it looks like the digital version got edited. Uh, what, what's up with that? Does anybody know what's up with that? All Bandai Namco had to do was say, yeah, yeah, them women's is married. Instead, they say, no, 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 the print version, not the digital version that was edited, the print version messed up, and their relationship is open to interpretation. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. That could have been such a cool moment. It was 2023, and now this is 2024. They don't piss me off. Yeah, piss me off. But you know what? Even that couldn't ruin that show for me because I fucking love me so much. Yeah, Richard I can't Mercury. wait to watch it. I think you're going to have a good time. I love that one. Uh, Roger, let's go ahead and let you tell us about your most, your, your slipped in the mud but found a gold ring award for most pleasant surprise. Let's turn this boat around. My most pleasant surprise. What's that? Were. Were. The Fooly Cooly remakes. Ah! The, or not remakes, the, the Fooly Cooly additional seasons. Hell yeah. Um, specifically Grunge is what I'm going to give this. Grunge, I did to. enjoy Grunge a lot, actually. Yeah. It had a, a lot, you know, and I feel like a lot of people looked at it in the trailer right away. and it I, had defi- a lot. I definitely had some feelings about the 3D. Yeah, it had a lot going against it, and it more than delivered. It was a great little watch. I thought it was shockingly decent. Yeah, much more than I was expecting, and shame on me. Shame on me. I'll say it for, for thinking any less of it. But yeah, that was a good one. Uh, my most pleasant surprise uh, was actually I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give this one to I'm in love with a villainous uh, for their just very real and sincere conversations they had about uh, LGBT LGBT uh, relationships and stuff in anime. Because I again I said this before I don't remember ever watching an anime legitimately, and I watch a decent amount of like you know the area stuff, the boys love stuff because I love a good love story. I've watched a decent amount, and I don't remember any of them actually saying gay, but they fucking did. They had a real conversation about it. I was not expecting that really from this goofy little show about a girl who gets reincarnated into a video game and she likes the bad guy character, the bad girl character, but it was shockingly sincere and legitimate and it's just a real good time. And that happens pretty early, like episode three. So yeah, check that shit out. It's a good time. All right. Uh, Next up, I've got, it's time to speak, speaking, speaking of ladies, speaking of the lovely Mm -hmm. ladies, let's do the good buddies better half Believe it or not, we're indeed not gay. Can you believe it? I know. Well, you know, yeah, unless. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> let open uh, for interpretation. It is a d- <laughs> shut up, dude. Uh, <laughs> let's do the Good Buddies Better Half Award 
uh, for our significant other's favorite shows that they watch with us this year. Because we don't we don't watch everything alone. Sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, we think it might be fun. We bring in uh, the gals. Roger, uh, your wife, your beautiful wife, your lovely wife, who also had some of this terrible whiskey and thought, man, I think I might die. She watched some stuff with you. What was her pick for the uh, season? You know. For the year. The award for Cat goes to... You know what's sad is I didn't know that she was supposed to pick. Oh, okay. Four, but I told her already, so she was excited. Yeah, she knew. Um, yeah, it was Apothecary Diaries. It's a great show. Yep, it's a great show. Yep. I mean, you ran it past I, her, and she I didn't did. deny I, it. So well, there you go. So I, I pretty much posed the question of ranking of kings, treasure chest of courage, versus and Apothecary Diaries, and it was. Too hard for her to call. Ah, so you had to be the tiebreaker. Yep, I know which one she'd been loving on recently. That's pretty cute. So, I really enjoy that show. Uh, it is ongoing. They're in a brief hiatus. I think actually a new episode might have dropped today. Oh, that means we might have got a dub. In the sub. Nice. You might have got an episode on the dub. That'll be fun. Something to look forward to. Uh, for me, me and Haley watched a few together, me and Miguel. Um, and. So there was several that we watched. There was there wasn't many that we finished together, but her favorite easily because we were not watching the dub. We watched the subtitle was Miggy and Dolly. Uh, my girl loves that absurd, goofy shit, and this was a pick. Basically, you know it's a hit with her if we're watching it, and either of us or both of us more than once say, "What the fuck?" And this show had us breaking some records, dude. It's damn near constant at least those mm-hmm. first few episodes and it just keeps going um on top of that it's like legitimately a compelling mystery it's also funny as fuck we loved it she loved it it's a good time mickey and dolly kicks ass yep uh all right <clears throat> next up next award we have rogers laughing so hard i almost passed out award for funniest show or moment what do you got uh, this one was the hardest one for me to decide. I, I had some difficulty, but this I This one I was down. the hardest one for me to decide. What you got, big boy? And I settled on... Draw it, draws a zebra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this this is from one of the early episodes of The Vampire Dies in No Time. Yes. And I remember... I remember we were like basically in tears laughing at this shit because there's a scene where he draws... The zebra. Yeah. It looks fucking awful. It looks real dumb. It's got a goofy ass smile. Yep. And then he flips up the next one. And it's like, it's like, um, uh, oh, dang it. Um, what's the other guy's name? Who? Uh, John? No, not John. Oh, um, the vampire hunter. Ronaldo. Yeah, Yeah, Ronaldo. Um, it's where he's like, they're trying to draw and he's supposed to guess what they're drawing. Yes. He flips it over and it's clearly a picture of a John that's drawn exactly the same as the zebra. Yeah, with the goof, same goofy, dumbass face. And then John claps He's like, over. that doesn't look anything like him. And then he turns. Yeah, he turns and he's put that <laughs> Making face that on. that dumbass face. Yeah. <laughs> that, that impossible dumbass that smile. That shit is fucking hilarious. It's just lines. That shit did have me rolling. That yeah. shit was hilarious. It's so very good. that is what I gave my That's your funniest moment. Yep. I'll take it. That's very good. Uh, for me, I had, I'm just giving it to, I think, the whole show. Uh, because, you know, I was shocked, I think, that I really enjoyed this show as much as I did. It is very fucking funny. Uh, the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. I'm making sure I said enough relays. That was five relays, I think. Uh, uh, think about think about these girls. 
they funny as fuck. You got the one girl who's trying so hard to be sweet and sexy that she ends up going full psycho. You got the one who's so sundere, I think I'm saying that right, that she won't just, you know, in these shows, these harem shows, these romantic comedies, say something happens. Oh, you accidentally bumped into the girl's chest or something. She slaps him, right? This girl takes it so serious. She don't just slap him. She straight up hits a short arm clothesline into a camel clutch. These are real things that really happen in this show. You got the quiet one who's too shy to talk, so she has to communicate using book quotes through her phone. So she's like flying through the air for some reason because this dumbass thing that's happening. She got caught in a whirlwind and she, her phone is just going, I don't want to die, boss man. It's like so fucking dumb. It's the goofiest shit I've ever seen. I had a lot of fun with that when it did have me laughing a lot. Uh, yeah, 100 Girlfriends. Fun, fun time. Are you watching Wonderful. the clip right now? No, Kat sent me a an image of Drawlick turning to sand while I was talking about it. And then just there's so the happens, fucking, there's the fucking just so happens they have it right there. There is a gif of it. Jesus fucking Christ. It's the worst. It's so good. That shit is very funny. Uh, the hot fire. Yep. Uh, all right. Honorable mention on that one is um, is uh, Itadori talking about uh, Earthworm Man yeah, 3 or whatever. Human, human, human Earthworm. Human Earthworm Human Earthworm was fucking great. Holy shit. That shit did have me laugh. It's For me, it's like the moment when the babies come out and the classical music hits. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I was but like, I don't want shit. anything with this season of Jujutsu Kaisen to be tied with the funniest. No. So. I get you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My, my boy's going through one. Mm. Uh, well, let's, you know, let's embrace that sorrow, big guy, because mm. I want to know. Put some tears in my eyes. What is your Brandon's Crybaby Corner <clears throat> Award for saddest show or moment? All right, mine is another moment. I tried to pinpoint everything, so this is going to get a little spoiler. You might want to turn away from this one. If you mm -hmm. have not watched all of Vinland Saga Season 2. Here we go. Fast forward 30 seconds from now. All right. Hit it. It is the death of Arnheim. I put Arnheim and Garter's whole saga. Yep. Their whole thing, like everything with both those characters yep. is as sad as fucking shit. And there was a lot of pretty sad shit, but God yep. damn, that hurt. Yep. Particularly, I mean, it was it was the death that really, you know, of, of her that pushed it over the edge. Yeah, you know? it's like the, the death is one thing. Like, it's sad enough the character dies and everyone yeah. has to deal with that. It's the seeing her perspective where she has this mm -hmm. vision of her like, on the fucking little uh cart riding yep. away with her dead husband and children yep. and not not only Holy shit. and not only that you you know like a lot of people say the hardest thing about death are the people left behind you're right and vinland saga does nothing but leave you with feelings yeah you're right and you yeah. care about them yep uh i think we linked up on that one that's good shit yep all right <clears throat> let's get a little action in here man Ooh. What is and this one was honestly tough for me because there's a lot of hot shit this there's a lot of shit this yeah. this year. It might not be a controversial pick, but legitimately yeah. a decent amount of this stuff. Like I've seen a lot. I actually went through some like top ten, top twenty fights of the year list. A lot of them were like from stuff I didn't watch, sequel series I didn't watch. But there was there were several on there that I I got. What is your best fight slash battle this my, year? My best fight slash battle goes to. Sukuna versus the modern day Maharanja. <laughs> you stupid asshole. I, I think I think his name is uh, Maranja. And I say that it's controversial because that was definitely the episode where a whole lot of stuff blew up for the anime. Yeah, you're right. So uh, but damn. Yeah. God damn. 
Uh, that was a crazy. That was a ridiculous fucking fight, and I that one really did get me going. That was the one that I told you like, there's moments in there. I feel like it's a little abstract. I'm yeah. not entirely sure what happened, but it is undeniable. It was just counter after fight. counter after it was counter nuts, after dude, counter just back after and counter. forward. Yeah, I didn't know what was fully going on, but my mind was being fucking blown. Yeah, dude. the main thing you got to know is that your your boy Megami. Uh, part of his fucking shit is, you know, he summons the shadow creatures and whatnot. Yeah. This motherfucker is the one that, like, this is the ace in the hole. You will absolutely, this thing is going to kill you if you summon it, but it can't lose. And then yep. it fought Sakuna. <laughs> yep. And and here's the thing. And so I was talking to it about one of my coworkers or whatever. And and he's like, yeah, but, you know, I was talking about how much the fight was awesome. And I was, he was like, but yeah, that's the part that they had to do a lot of the cutting and stuff yep. on. And I was like, you couldn't fucking tell. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets pretty yeah. wicked in there, man. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Brandon, what is your best fight? My favorite. I had so many to choose one. <laughs> I almost Maharaja. That's pretty good. I almost put on um uh there's a really rad fight in Free Rin uh with a couple of demons fighting Fern and the other uh the the apprentices. Um honestly, I could have put on Thorfinn Snake cuz that shit was fire. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But for me, I also went to uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen well. I picked a different one, though, because for me, and I'm this is technically two fights, but I'm running them together. It had to be Toji Fushigoro versus Dagon slash Megami. Because mm-hmm. this, we had three sorcerers, including two grade ones, couldn't take down this fish face Cthulhu-looking motherfucker. And then Toji Fushigoro, from beyond the graves... Jumps into this motherfucker looking like the devil high on catnip and absolutely sunned his ass and then sunned his son's ass. Yep. <laughs> I mean, my man jumped into the enemy's house and embarrassed everybody. He's too fucking cold, Scorpio. I. It was badass. Yeah. That was, was my fucking fight, moment, man. man. I it love that great. shit. For me, that's my that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I want to know now. Let's let's get a little tender. A little tender. Ooh, let's bring the oh, lights down. Oh, ooh, lock that door. Turn oh, off a, the a, light. Take another little sip of the Crown Royal Texas Mesquite. Honestly, I'm not done with the glass, and it is it is hurting me. It is <laughs> take hurting you, me. Take you a little sip of the Texas Mesquite. I don't much care for that. What is Roger your best romance? My best romance. Okay. Is here we go. More or less an anti-romance. You motherfucker! Oh, okay, I know what this is. It is Mao Mao and Jinxi, uh, Jinxi from the Apothecary Diaries. They have some moments. Yeah, they have the best. You know, I didn't know if this would be fair. I think it is because I, I think it works. You haven't seen the rest follows, of the series, but yeah, yeah, it definitely follows in the 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 trope of the romantic couple. Except yeah. it's it's an anti-romance. They are very antagonistic. So Mao Mao in particular is very antagonistic. Jin, she, she loves her, man. He's yeah, all about her. He is absolutely obsessed with this girl. But yes, I can I can see that. And he makes her skin crawl. But they have their relationship together is, in my opinion, the best part of that entire fucking show. It's a lot of fun. It is hilarious. It is uh it is cute. It is fucking goofy. And it's great to watch, you know, somebody like, you know, somebody that's a this guy's like a Don Juan or something or whatever. Sure. He, and he makes her skin crawl. Yeah, man. Everybody in the fucking world is in love with this dude. The girls want to get with him. Some of the guys want to get mm-hmm. with him. 
But open uh, for interpretation. You damn. Right. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that's gonna be the fucking line from this. All right. But uh, yeah. So with my best romance, because fuck your interpretation. I went ahead and just went with Celeste and Miarine from Witch from Mercury. Fuck you. It's the best. They are. They are a couple. They the bitch is married. Like fuck. Fuck you, Bandai Namco. Uh, it's definitely them. Uh, it's a great show with some great moments. With some heartbreaking turns. I told you at one point there is a heel turn in this thing that would make fucking uh what did I say? Uh it would make Don Callis's screwdriver blush. But man oh man, in the end, they wearing them rings. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. Uh Roger, with that, let's go, let's go a little I mean, you could almost say the same thing you did for romance on this one. We'll see yeah, what you got. I could, I could if I wanted to. But what was your best rivalry of 2023? I picked Haida and Juro from Gretzko season five. I'll take it. That's pretty good. Yeah, man. Um, so the the latter half of Gretzko sees uh, the uh, Gretzko's uh, ascension into politics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But largely the politics and the the rivalry is driven by Haida and his brother Juro, who yes. Gretz, who Gretzko is running against. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, man, as brothers, they do a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, as a person with yeah. brothers, you know all about yeah. that shit. Yeah, and not, not only do they, it's 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 that good, it's that get along, not get along. Mm-hmm. It's that at the end of the day, you're still my brother, but I'm still going to fucking do what I want to do. And I still hate yeah. your ass. Yeah. You still pissing me off right now. You still now. a punk You ass still bitch. can't talk to me like that. Over here doing but, the poo-poo. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, doing the poo-poo <laughs> over here. You cannot talk to me like that doing the poo-poo. Um I love you, but you can't do that. <laughs> Foolish. Uh yep, hide and Juro from Agretzko. That's good shit. Uh for me, I went with and this is one you may not be able to relate to because I don't think you watched any of this show. Uh Fred slash Leo slash Max. From One Room Hero and Level One Demon Lord. These are the guys who, these are three dudes. There was also a lady who does show up in the show and has a role to play. But uh, these dudes were the hero's party. They defeated the Demon Lord, etc., etc. And then one of them, the cleric, went on to be a high ranking official in the government for the state that they live in. And the other one broke off said fuck y'all y'all got this piece of land over here i don't want i'm gonna go over there and settle it start his own nation and now their two nations are at war essentially they don't they can't stand each other and toward the end of the series they have a full-on like fuck it let's bring it to a head and these motherfuckers start throwing hands and it's wild and then max the hero of the group has to jump in and try to one calm this down but more likely beat they ass uh, it's a rad show. It's a wild show. It's a weird show. One that I, I don't really know why I liked it so much. It's just a lot of fun. But that's my best rivalry: Fred, Leo, and Max from One Room Hero and Level One Demon Lord. Uh, Roger, I heard you're the best. Mm, thanks, man. You're the best. You're the best. You, no, I think you're the best. Oh, I think you're the best. But you Roger, the there can only best. be one best boy. All right, man. So who's your best boy, 2023? My best boy of 2023. Rip it open. Is Shonari from Fooly Cooly Grunge. My little rock boy. Your little rock boy. I fucking loved him. I love his little snicker, dude. He's cool as shit. He's a- yeah. <laughs> that fucking, like, literally, they, they nailed the foley on that. He said, it sounds like you're just rolling rocks together when yep. he laughs. It's perfect. He is absolutely 
wonderful. And he goes he, a little he, bit crazy at the end, which yeah, is great. Yeah, he hits he hits that Boji tier, man. He is he hits that that he hits the mob tier. He is just fucking cute, and he feels pure, and he does what it takes to to keep his friends safe. It's he good loves. Shit. I man, I love this little kid. What a cool guy! My little my little bitty rock boy. That the moment that I saw him, I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" Never have I turned around on something so hard in my life. Quite literally, that thing because he looks yeah, like the thing. yeah. He looks like the thing. He looks like, like ben what Grimm. the fuck? Um, it's pretty. He's great. amazing. Shinari is amazing, dude. Great backstory. Great great payoff to his story. It's a good time. Cute little guy. I love that. Uh, for me, my best boy. I actually forgot this show came out this year, uh, because it was like legitimately a year ago that episode one dropped. It was January, uh, but at mine, I'm gonna give it to Fell, who is the Finrear from Campfire Cooking in Another World with mm. my absurd skill. Uh, that's a show where the guy finds out that he got isekai and he fi figures out that he can get food and food supplies and cooking supplies from the real world using fantasy money and he cooks up some nice you know teriyaki chicken let's say and this big ass de demigod fucking wolf motherfucker yeah. rolls up and is like smells pretty good can i have some of that and he's like yeah yeah dude this show is pretty cute it's fucking great He's a big puppy. He's a big ass dog who like is quite domineering because you know real serious again demigod status. Who got to keep that boy fed. Baby got to eat. Baby got to eat. And then he also like teaches the motherfucker magic and keeps him alive. It's fucking great. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a he's a good boy. Yeah. yeah. Dare I say the best boy? Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love. When it. I watched that show it was really cute. Yeah, uh, man. I, I actually, I actually almost picked a character from an isekai. Oh, really? For, for this category? Yeah, an honorable well. mention. Yeah, an honorable mention is uh, Saito from Handyman Saito. Handyman in Saito. World. Hell yeah! I did not get as far as into that show as you did, but uh, it yeah, looked man, like it, a, it was places. a lot of fun. It yeah, you told me. Places. You told me it goes a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, man. Well, then let's let's uh, flip this one over. Who's your best girl? My best girl is I from Oshinoko. That's fucking great, yes. Obviously. She is wonderful. The greatest character to ever die in the first episode. Damn. I mean, obviously, if you ain't watched it yet, shame on you. So, there but you she go. She is fucking wonderful, man. Uh, yeah, I kicks ass. Uh, with all of her fucking flaws and features, she mm -hmm. is wonderful. She is... That's what makes her. Terrible, and the best she's girl. perfect. She is, she is indeed the best girl. Uh, I went with a hit a little bit closer to home. I went with Mau Mau from A Carry Diaries. Okay. I fucking love her. She's a goofy little goofball. She don't take no shit, and she loves drinking poison. <laughs> it's a good time and she whips ass hey man, I really am enjoying the apothecary diet I, got, I can't I wait for more episodes to drop right here, dude. This Texas you cannot possibly make me drink any more of that I'm gonna sip. finish this glass you and need, I'm never gonna touch it again you need to take a sip of this Texas Mesquit I'm good brother thank you so much uh, with that we got three more of our goofy ones before we get to the big hitters so why don't you tell me who is your recipient of, I'm going to call it the Arthur Fonzarelli Award for coolest character. Coolest character, coolest dude. Who's the coolest you might, character? You might say he's the coolest dude on the farm. Yeah, it could be a cool lady. You got a cool it lady. It could be a cool lady, but it's the coolest dude well, on the farm. Who's the coolest dude then? It is Snake from Binland Saga. Snake was badass. Motherfucker is cool, dude. Motherfucker is cool as shit. Uh, I do love me some Snake. And he whips ass, and he is a good character from, I mean, surprise, surprise, Vinland Saga. Great character from start to finish. This motherfucker loves Vinland. A lot, a lot of, lot of fucking depth to this character. 
like every other character in Vinland Saga, holy fuck, man. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck, he is good, dude. Snake. Yeah. And he just, dude, you look at Snake and you say, that motherfucker's cool. Motherfucker's cool as shit. He probably he probably over there sipping the Texas Mesquit. You gotta cut this out. Uh, that's is, beautiful. It's that's not wonderful. Open for interpretation, dude. No, he's he just cool bonafide. Fucking cool. Well, for me, I already said it. My fucking boy. I had to give the coolest character. My Arthur Fonzarelli has to go to Toji Fushigoro. What the fuck, man? This dude's too awesome. Look, like, so basically, you give me a show. Like, I didn't watch a lot of Naruto. I don't really give a fuck about Naruto, mm -hmm. right? But back in high school, some dudes were like, okay, at least watch this one fight. And they showed me the, what was it? Rock Lee versus Gara. Rock Lee's a badass. Think about Rock Lee. He can't do no jutsus. He's got no magic. He's got no energy. He's got no key. But he trained his body to be an absolute fucking machine. That's Toji, dog. This is the Rock Lee. Yeah. He can't got no special abilities. What he do is whip ass. Yep. That's what he's good at. He's walking around in that fucking uh, Gojo's past arc with the fucking big pants and the skin tight top with the sluttiest waist I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. He's just too goddamn cool. He's pulling swords and chains out of his little worm buddy. This guy whips ass. I love it. Yeah, he's pretty fucking badass. Toji's my fucking guy. He's so fucking badass, man. The people try people try to use him, resurrect his body, and he says, Nah, this is my body now. I'm kicking that. I'm the motherfucker. He fucking his fucking he he killed so many rabbits. He did. <laughs> anyway, Toji kicks ass. That's my guy. Uh, let's mix it up. Let's get let's get a little different here. I want to know who's your recipient of the Chippy Chippy Chapa Chapa Award for cutest character. Cutest character goes to the Aqua and Ruby Babies. Oh my God, this motherfucker went so so deep on the Oshinoko. Yeah, I man. love it. I love it. They yeah. were adorable. Those babies were that. I mean, it's really that first episode. A lot of it kicks ass, but those babies were so fucking cute, dude. You mean that fucking movie? And, yep, yep. And 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 whenever they're uh, when they're whipping their little glow sticks and stuff around or whatever, the viral clip hitting the what 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 what. And even even Aqua, like as a creepy little like toddler or whatever, these babies are fucking cute as fuck, man. They're I thought time. I thought we were about to have dope ass Rugrats in this show. Yeah, man, that'd be sick. Uh, but we did not. Uh, but no, they, it got real dark real they, quick. Yeah, yeah. But they were definitely the my my most cutest characters from this year. I love it. I love that. So my most cutest character from this year. I had to go kind of deep on this one because <laughs> I ended up going back and watching a show that we talked about during one of our tier lists. I didn't finish it then. I went back and slammed through it. And you know what? I'm glad I did because I slammed through My New Boss is Goofy. Okay. And here's the thing about that show. There's a lot of dudes in that show. They're pretty fun. These, these are the gayest straight men I've ever seen. You know, they're clearly all in love with each other, but... I, but it's open for interpretation. As I said, as I said before in that one, I don't believe for a second these boys are going to kiss. And I was right. They do everything but, though. They visit a theme park. They spend the holidays together. They even move in together for a little bit. But you know what the main thing they do is at one point... Give them they, a little, little tug? No, the main thing they do is at one point... Uh, let me just, real quick, I'm just uh, doing a quick Google. He gives Google. a little tug, doesn't he? No, I need to show you... A little suck tug? This is you're going too far on this one. I need to show you this because at one point they find on the street and adopt a pretty little kitty. Oh yeah, that cat. Look is at cute. this little guy. That cat is dumb as hell. I love it. 
He's adorable. He's got a little butthole mouth. They pet their cat, and then they do a little suck, too. Nah, they don't do all that. You know? Suck. <laughs> I'll just say it'd be a better show if they did. Yeah, I know. But they, they adopt a pretty little kitty. His name is Hakuto, and he's adorable. Uh, the main thing about this little fucker is his story is basically a mirror of the main guys. You know, his whole thing, oh, I had a boss who was real shitty. I quit that job. I got a new boss. He's goofy as fuck. I love him. Oh, it's so great. I'm basically in love with this man, but that's not the kind of show this is. But this little fucker had an owner who didn't really, who was not patient with him. You know, you can't just get a little kitty and expect him to be perfect, but no. Yeah, God, we got Boji, man. You damn right. But they were, uh, this, per- this little kitty's owner was not having it. And they left him in a box out on the street, and they find him. He is a sweet little baby. He's also, I think I'm saying this right, Sundere as fuck. He has an inner monologue where he's like, it's not like I want you to pet me. Like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him. He gets these little bits of episodes, has an inner monologue. Mm-hmm. If anything happened to him, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. He's perfect. He's perfect, and I love him. Okay. That's Hakuto from My New Boss is Goofy. He's you know, a sweet baby. That show, I, I did watch a couple episodes, and I wanted to lo- I wanted to like it, but the fucking jokes. So do the jokes ever start to make more sense? No, I mean, they... Or do they, do they still pop that shit on you throughout the show? It really is the kind of shit where, like... So I definitely didn't have anything that was like, I don't understand this really, you know? Because I feel like yeah. the issue was, like, some of the translation stuff. Like, this makes sense in Japanese, yeah. probably. But mostly it, it becomes this thing where it's just kind of non sequiturs. Like you end up interacting with the chief and his whole thing is that he's super needy. So like there'll be a bit where like, you know, the boss is like, oh, uh, maybe we should go out to eat later then if uh, blah, 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 we'll get something to eat. And then the chief is like, it's not like anyone wants to eat with me. And then the other new guy who shows up is like, I'll go out to eat with the chief. And he's like, ah, and like sparkles in his face. <laughs> it's that shit. It's pretty cute, honestly, but. You want them to kiss. They never kiss. Mm-hmm. It's fucking no guys. No suck tug. No suck tug. Uh, and with that, let's get to our final of our uh, outer, outro, outre fucking awards. Uh, this is one that Roger wanted to do. And you know what? I couldn't think of a reason not to. It makes a lot of yeah, sense man. to me. Roger, who's your goodest buddy? My goodest buddy. So the goodest buddy award goes to somebody that's in the good buddies lexicon. One of our good, whether, someone whether, whether who's be, a member of the good buddies universe. Yeah, whether it be somebody that listens to us, somebody that re- responds in comments, somebody that we talk about on the show, maybe from work. They have to be aware of the show. Mm-hmm. That was my only my only thing. And we have Brandon, to have, like mention them at sure, some point. He was sure that it was Clayton and his big peepee. I, there, there are two people I could think and of you would have guessed. And I almost changed it when he put the sex helmet on. Okay, I could think of two people you would have picked. Yeah, but my goodest buddy award goes to Review Your Life. There. <laughs> Man, I never even you met... You got him, Trey! I never even met this guy, and I like him already. I love that. And he sent me... he. If you go to the, the Good Buddies Discord, mm-hmm. uh, which is where you can always communicate with us, he dropped the, uh, the link down for his new wrestling video and i watched it about uh about black history and wrestling mm-hmm. and it was a wonderful you gotta video. pull the trigger on the these guys baby yep i left him a long ass comment left all my thoughts there for what it's worth to hear the thoughts from a it's white good man stuff. About we, we, we chatted about it a little yeah. bit he was like yeah man yeah man i am a little more self-conscious about how much i did like Goldust and booker t but i mean let's be real they were very funny they were fucking funny dude and this kids with the rock were hilarious stop Hell touching yeah. yourself that's great stuff um, that's a good time. But yeah, yeah. Review your life. 
Trey, he's a good guy, man. He's in a good my guy. eyes, I never met him. Someday I will see him walking around in there. You damn right. You know, maybe maybe we. I, I'm telling you, dude, we do the good buddies. We have him on for an episode, dude. That'd be fun. We yeah. can do a good buddies yeah. crossover. Yep. Uh, review your life, good. Review your good buddies. Yeah. Review what. your good buddies. Have uh, him review something. Hell yeah. Uh, for me, uh, my goodest buddy. You know, black man a, in anime. It would make a lot of sense uh, for me to pick review your life. We work together. We you know we we are work associates. And good buddies, obviously. But there's someone, there's there's one person who's been here, I won't say since day one, but god damn it, they've been with us an awful long time. I gotta give it to our good buddy Josh. I love you, Josh. Yeah, he de- he deserves to be part of the out first. there on the out there on the Discord, dropping us links to your your fucking goofy ass uh uh VTubers and shit. They do make me laugh. They do make uh, me laugh. We have <laughs> conversations about different shows. He tells us what he thought about the episodes. Josh Shout out. Yeah. Love you, brother. The OG good buddy. The OG, uh, the OSG is good buddy. Yep. Uh, we love you, Josh, wherever you are right now. Thank you so much All right. uh, you for tuning are, in. You guys are wonderful. He's a good time. Everybody's a good time. And and you are also our goodest buddy because we love you. Yep. Well, with that, it's time. We're almost to the top five, folks. Don't get ahead of yourselves. But... Next up is a little Good Buddies exclusive. I don't think anybody does the reviews quite like us. We have certain categories when we do reviews mm-hmm. that we like to go over. And Roger, what's that first category? It'd be the story and setting. What's that second category, sir? The characters and development. Numero tres. The art and animation. Number four. The music and soundtrack. And finally, that Good Buddies wiggle room that je ne sais quoi. Yep. Roger, what does that mean? do not know what. I don't know what. And it's best music sound, not best music and soundtrack. I'm it's sorry. It's close enough. Yeah, You know, we all knew. It's cool, baby. But now we're going to give our personal picks for each of those categories. What was the best story set? What was the best character development? Roger, I simply must know, mm-hmm. what did you put down for your pick for 2023, the best story and I would like to nominate this as the uh, best uh, 2023 domestic girlfriend award. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Because nothing had a better story than domestic. (laughs) You sack of shit. Um, Vinland Saga season two is the winner for this for me. That's very good. I'm with you, brother. It's really good. Uh, Anything to say about it is just it won it. I mean, it won it, dude. How could it be anything else? Uh, (laughs) You know, if I wanted to, I could have swept this whole award with Vinland. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. But uh, for me personally, my best story and setting, I've been championing this one for a few weeks now. I got to give it to him. Free Rin Beyond Journey's End. Uh, I will repeat what I said before. World building building here is nigh unmatched. Mostly benefits from a story that requires you to see the world as it was so many years ago as to the present when the action is taking place. And therefore, it's showing you the progression of these cities, these characters, this technology. And from that, the whole world feels so lived in and alive. Personally, me personally, unrivaled storytelling. Incredible world. I love it. Free Run kicks ass. Uh, let's move on to the next one. All right. And I think... But what do you think had the best characters and development for 2023? This I would like to call the... Um, domestic the, Girlfriend Award. The 2023 Domestic Girlfriend Award. You sack of shit. For characters and development. You're fucking drunk, dude. Uh, <laughs> best characters and development went to... Ranking of Kings, Treasure Chest of Courage. I love that. I love that. That's good shit. Uh, uh, and so I mean, that's stuff. all that show was pretty much was characters. And then the very end was a slight development. 
And I got to tell you, <laughs> that slight development made that fucking show even better. Oh, it was already yeah, good. It sure fucking it did. It made it great. Uh, for me personally, we're a little bit flip-floppy here, but uh, I gave it to Vinland Saga Season 2. Oh. I don't think it could be anything else. I will give my honorable mentions later because there's a lot of them, you know? But watching Thorfinn go from a revenge-crazed murderous killdozer to a haunted post-traumatic shell to a full-on Viking pacifist, that is a goddamn journey. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. That that shit was amazing. And honestly, like, the, there's been a ton of great shows. I could put, like, uh, Oshinoko could take either of those two. Uh, fucking, uh, obviously, Vinland Saga could have took story and setting. Freerun could have took any of them. But personally, I think character and development-wise, yeah, it's got to be Vinland. Got to be Vinland mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? And this one, honestly, this one was a tough one for me. Yeah, this one was a little tough for me, About too. art and animation. My best art and animation went to Ranking King's Treasure Chest of Courage. I love that because they mix up the art style a ton they in do. that show. They, they play they with these it little, all like, over stop, the place. Yep. They look like like fucking cut out paper bits. Yep. They look, oh man. All sorts of awesome stuff. Ranking, Ranking Kings kicks Kings. ass, yep. dude. It's so good. Uh, that's really good. I love that. Uh, me personally, I went with Oshinoko. I really enjoyed the art and animation on Oshinoko. Mostly like, you know, some of the fucking... Uh, bits where like they're just dancing and singing and stuff anytime that i is like looking at camera and talking the way that her fucking mouth moves when she's enunciating and even when like fucking homegirl who you know spoiler almost killed herself when she like is mimicking i they do like the same thing and it's so fucking Mm -hmm. jarring but awesome and obviously again spoiler alert the end of that first episode where she fucking gets stabbed like her laying there that image is going to stick in my head for a long yep. time yep it's it, haunting it, it will haunt me indeed uh oshinoko kicked ass i loved it uh how about music and sound best music and sound i gave to pluto pluto was very good oh yep. uh, the the action scenes were were full of life explosions um, the the first episode they actually have a a scene with a musician. The the songwriting is beautiful. Uh, once again, it, I mean, what really makes it shine is the wonderful dub. A dub whips ass. But the the whole the whole sound design, the package as a whole, is literally the one of the most pleasant listening experiences while I watch. Mm-hmm. One of the most immersive experiences I've ever had watching an anime. That's why it had to be Pluto for me. I feel that. I feel that in my very soul. Uh, but for me, music and sound, the award for music and sound for me for 2023. Let me start by scoring this a bit. You see, it's been a personal debate of me, of mine, in my own mind for years. Whether or not, you know, an original score or a jukebox jam makes for a better soundtrack in a game, mm-hmm. movie, show, okay. whatever it is. Uh, obviously, it depends on context. You know, mm-hmm. I can't imagine pl- listening to, you know, my prog rock playlist while I'm playing Halo or classical score while I'm playing GTA. But personally, personally, mine has to go too, because it gives us a bit of both. Scott Pilgrim takes off, okay. which you have not seen yet, I don't think. But holy shit. Maybe, it maybe you- it's uh, maybe it's the what we review next. Maybe uh, it's got some great originals from Anamanaguchi, you know, chiptune jams. It's got some absolute nostalgia bait bangers. Listen to this track list. 
Sorry, I said that wrong. Listen to this track list. You got Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. You got Liam Lynch, United States, whatever. Metric shows up. Tegan and Sarah, Dead Kennedys, covers of God Only Knows, and the fucking Mortal Kombat theme. At one point, Roger, at one fucking point, a motherfucker is like, oh, yeah, uh, I've been spending a lot of time making music lately. Uh, ch ch check out this video we made. And it cuts to them wailing on a keyboard and singing Konyawa Hurricane, which is the goddamn thing from Bubblegum Crisis. It's incredible. The stupid bullshit they do in this show, and I fucking love it. On top of that, obviously, you got some great sound effects for the fight scenes. The one motherfucker is skateboarding and like all the kickflips and shits like Tony Hawk style. I loved it. It whipped ass. Scott Pilgrim takes off is very fucking good. I really enjoy that one. Um, and with that, let's move on to that fifth one. Perhaps maybe some could say the most important category for us. Mm -hmm. The thing that maybe it's not the best at this, the best at that. But for some reason, it just kept you coming back. Roger, what gets your good buddies I don't know what award for best je ne sais quoi? All right, for the final award. Which I'm never going to spell right. I spelled the, it wrong right here, but je ne sais quoi. Yeah, je ne sais quoi. The final award of 2023 goes to Miggy and Dolly. Miggy and Dolly whips ass. fucking freak kid. Have you finished it? Uh, no, I have not. I am on... <laughs> I am on the 11th episode. So oh, I'm you're right, right at, there. Right at the you're end. right yeah. the fuck there. We're watching the dub. But, I mean, there's enough of it already to know that, you know, this show, I like it because I don't know what. I don't know why I like this dub so much. <laughs> it's very it's good. It's terrible. It's very good. Yeah, the show is very good. I mean, it's bad, good. but it's good. Yeah, but the, the, but the dub is so terrible that it's actually kind of good to this very weird, very stupid, very... Fun show. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, man. It's it's Mickey and Dolly, dude. That is my je ne sais quoi, dude. I love that. Uh, for mine, I'm going to give it to one that uh, I said Excuse me. I said that, before. That, that award goes out. I'd like to dedicate that award to Haley Dan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Haley Dan. <laughs> That's a good time. Uh, for mine, my je ne sais quoi is going to go to one that when, when we talked about it, like, what are we still watching from the season? I said, like, I don't really know what it is about this show, but I can't. Whenever I load up my fucking player and there's new stuff, that's the one I want to see a new episode the most. I already talked about it briefly, but it goes to One Room Hero and Level 1 Demon Lord. Still can't tell you why this one stuck with me. I, it, it's a little bit of the rom-com, will they, won't me. It, will they, won't they. It's a little bit of the odd couple having to get along. Hell, even the dumbass fan servicey bits were pretty funny and mostly contained to one character so it became like her own little in joke the show just manages to have this compelling enough story and a goofy enough premise that i found myself wanting to watch more than basically anything else that season it's a real good time level one uh sorry one room hero and level one demon lord that gets my genese qua but ladies and gentlemen enough about the genese qua enough about the bullshit we have finally arrived it's time for the top five each of us Roger, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, by all means, start us up, baby. What is your number five best of the year? Of the whole fucking year best series for 2023. My number five best series of the year is Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. I'm with it. I know, I know that I'm going to be doing uh, second seasons, but... That's a strong yep. pick. Yep. Jujutsu Kaisen season, five, or season 2 
is my number five. Um, I feel like it. It's been bonkers, right? It has been absolutely fucking bonkers. Are you all and the way? Did you all the way through it? I I have uh, two episodes to go. Yeah. Uh, right. But I feel like I know where this is headed. Mm. Um, I mean, it might swerve me one last time, but I think the swerves are about done. Um, and I think what held this to my number five position is that maybe it was a little too bonkers. Mm, I could see that. Um, there I was, mean, li- there was listen. a lot of shit, and also it's really hard to push it higher with all the animation stuff that went on. Obviously, too. I I did have a hard time, like you know, granting some awards to JJK because just because of all the stuff going on at Mappa, and obviously yeah. that's our own hangups and their own hangups. But uh, yeah, the show, I mean, legitimately, the story itself has been very compelling. Uh, you had the like whole Gojo's past arc, which was like its own little thing, and then we got into like the proper new season. Uh, I think you should be far enough that Chozo shows up and calls Itadori his brother. And like, I think Panda is like, what the fuck is with you, man? Is it, is, do you have pheromones or something? Because you did mm-hmm. the same thing to do. <laughs> yep. It's good shit. Um, yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 has been whipping a lot of ass. Uh, if I may, sir. Yep, you may. My number five is going to go to one from way earlier this last year. Uh, I gotta give it to Skip and Loafer. It is just a loafer, okay. perfect little package of old pain, new friends, and a budding romance. The only so the thing about this show is that we see all these characters who have their issues and contrivances and their traumas, but our main girl, purely by virtue of virtue and being friendly and kind, is able to make friends and talk it out with them and just. She just makes it right. It, it makes, honestly, watching this show made me want to be a better friend. It made me want to, like, be more like the main characters of this show. Uh, it's just a good time. I said before, it's a lot like Horimiya, but with friends instead of kissing. And it's just super fucking cute. I really love Skip and Loafer. It's just an absolute goddamn delight. Uh, Roger. Number four. My number four. Uh, this was this was maybe my second hardest decision. Really? Was between my number three and I four. I had a hard time on my number one, I'll be honest, but go on. Oh, I didn't have a hard time on my number one. But oh, you I knew allowed, what it I was. I allowed sequ- a sequel season, so, you know, spoiler. Obviously. Uh, but this one, so the, these two were, for sure, these were the originals, dude. These were the originals. Okay, here we go. And it was fucking hard for me to place them. I, I got an idea, but I had to. I had to debate on ultimately how did I, you know, like just going through the experience. Mm-hmm. My number four went to Pluto. Ooh, yeah, Pluto, high flash, high action. It's a good high show. High mystery. It's a great fucking. Every show. Every character they introduce is absolutely wonderful. Um, twist along the way. Yeah. Uh, once again, the one of the greatestly greatest sound designed anime that I've ever seen. It's 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 uh, it the is dub is, is maybe the best dub I've ever heard. Yeah, it is good. fucking amazing. Um, the only thing that held it to this position mm-hmm. over the other one, I think, were the like shockingly long episodes. Yeah, yeah. Every one of those episodes is yep. about an hour. Yep. Some of them go and, longer than and, that. And and I do feel like towards the end we probably could have used another episode in there. 
Yeah, maybe maybe we would have got that if the episodes were a little shorter. Maybe. But overall, I mean, Pluto is such an amazing watch. It's very, very good. It is fucking amazing. So that ended up being my number four. I'll give you a little spoiler. Pluto was my number six. It was that fucking close. Your number six. Okay. So not that it counts, obviously, but it was that close to making the list. Uh, My number four, and I feel like this, I don't know where this is going to land on your list, but I feel like it might be on there. Uh, is what I would call easily, and there's been several of these, but easily the best of the Disney Plus licensed shows that ended up on Hulu. It's got to go to Heavenly Delusion. Uh, to Heavenly Delusion? Yeah, whatever we're calling it. Uh, it is dark. It's depressing. It's funny when it can be, but overall it's this perfect little mystery that keeps you pulling at its strings right until the very end. And there are several other shows that I want to get a sequel, you know, uh, some of some of the shows on my list, I would I know are going to get sequels. I want them to get sequels. Mm-hmm. So I can see them, but none more so I think than Heavenly Delusion. I must yep. know what happens yep. next. I yep. simply must. Uh, my number three mm-hmm. is Tengoku Daimakyo. <laughs> Heavenly Delusion. It's Heavenly Delusion, baby. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it's I really good shit. I really waffled on on these two because I liked them both a whole lot. Hell yeah. Uh, Heavenly Delusion, it just had so much. It had good horror. Mm-hmm. It had good world building. The characters were great. Um, and like you're, you're our two main characters. Mm-hmm. And they have very deep, interesting backstories. They're trying to, it feels like Heavenly Delusion is trying to tell a really interesting story. Yeah. With a lot of nuance and a lot of, you know, like even things that are kind of questionable. But you, it's almost like you got to give them the benefit of the doubt because they've done such a good job so far. Especially once you start, you know, merging the two timelines together. Yeah. Once you hit that switch in the timeline. Once you fully realize that that's what's happening. Yeah. This show is fucking great, man. It's it's very well written. It's very good. Um, and uh, it's animated very well. And God, the OP is a fucking banger, bro. Yeah, the OP and ending are both just absolute yeah. bangers. Yep. You are correct. Yep. Heavenly Delusion is my number three. It's good shit. Uh, Brandon, what's your number three? My number three. Number uh, three. Taking a number three. Number three. Uh, I pretty much, again, I only do like, you know, the originals on here. Uh, I'm going to say right now there's going to be a little bit of shenanigans with my number two, but we're not there yet. My number three is going to go to Oshinoko. Obviously, that movie length premiere. Wow, man, I thought that might be up on the. I mean, it's number yeah. three. Obviously, that movie length premiere would have been enough on its own. In fact, the only complaint I could possibly have with this show is that the story strays from that main mystery, that main conflict. But even then, everything that it does give us was absolutely amazingly well done. There's a reason the show with that this show was consistently topping lists why everyone who had seen it earlier this year was whispering, you gotta watch Oshinoko, dude. And frankly, I can't remember the last time there was a premiere that was that pervasive, that was that mm-hmm. like, you yeah. gotta check this shit out. I don't want to tell you yeah. what happens. You have to watch it. This was it. probably my number six. I probably could bump Jujutsu Kaisen season two. I can off, see it. Off, I can see it either way. Uh, but yeah, Oshinoko ends up being my number three. Roger, that brings us to the tippity top, the top two. What is your number two best of the year 2023? My number two doesn't take a number two. Oh, shit. Actually, it is quite <laughs> phenomenal. Who the fuck let Chip in here? <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that, was that, wait, was were that, you Chip or? 
What was the other one? Skip, was it Skip and Chet? It's Skip, skip and, Chet. and Chet. Yeah, yeah. I said Chip. I think I was Skip. I think you were Skip. Right you are. You were Skip. Right you are Chet. Fucking uh, yeah. uh, Corey. Corey yeah. was Chet, and I was uh, Iggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we, we did, did that the Iggy, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number two goes to Ranking Kings Treasure Chest. Hell Purge. yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it is the second best thing that I watched this entire fucking year. Well, I'll be goddamn. God, I wonder what first was. I loved it, dude. I fucking loved it. It's very good. Yep. It's very fucking good. And you know it kind of stands its own season. You don't even really have to look at it as a season two. You know, it's kind of it's more it's more or less of a sequel than more of a yeah. side story. If, if this yeah yes side um, story. If this were. If this were the thing that you're going to pull some shenanigans with, I would understand. So, it is Brandon, not. what is your number two? Now, my shenaniganizer is one that I... So, last year, I had a glaring omission for my top five. And I said... I said then... Uh, this, so, I wrote it down. This time last year, uh, the first half of the show hadn't wrapped. And I said then, and I reserve the right to put this on my top five now. And, God damn it, I'm doing it. It's Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. All right, man. Uh, I am not a big Gundam guy. You're going to try to watch any more of those Gundam shows? I, You know... I mean, when the new one drops, yeah, I'll check out. I'll check out whatever. Yeah, dude. Maybe, maybe we do. Maybe we do a Witch from Mercury review, and then maybe we go to like you know one of these shorter Mobile Suit Gundam, the early ones or something mm, like that. That, that could, could be, be kind of fun. Yeah, it could be fun. Uh, but yes, um, this one just works so fucking well. From the slice of life school duel start to our kids' first experience with the horrors of war, it is hot fire. Not even Bandai Nat- Namco's tacit denial of our main girl's relationship could yuck this yum for me. Mitch, Witch from Mercury. I almost said Mitch from Mercury. Hi, I'm Mitch. I came from Mercury. Hello. <laughs> I I do the I I adjust the levels on the Gundams. Uh, anyway, Witch from Mercury. Absolutely, which whips ass. I can't talk. I'm a little drunk off this shitty mesquite 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 it's smoked. It's a Texas mesquite. It's really bad, is what it is. <laughs> but uh, it's a good time. Mobile Suit Gundam Witch from Mercury. Absolutely, which whips ass. That's my number two. Roger, we have arrived. <laughs> I think we know. But would you mind just silencing the critics? Yeah. Yeah. Speak yep. the truth and shame the devil. What All is right. your this, number one this for This is what I would like to call the ultimate domestic girlfriend 2023 You're an award. absolute sack of shit. All you know right, that? Man, and it is not left up for interpretation. It is the finest Texas Miss Squid on the market. I absolutely despise you, sir. <laughs> Brandon, what is my number one? It's got to be Vinland Saga season two. It's bud. Vinland Saga season two. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch! It's very fucking good. It's very fucking good. Oh my god, that show is amazing, dude. It's so fucking it's good. It's amazing. Vinland Saga season two. Yeah, absolutely dude. whipped us. I how could I pick anything else? I told you. I'm pretty sure I said in January. This is yeah. Good. This, yeah, this yeah. is the one to beat. Yeah, you did. I was like, I was like, this is the one to beat. It has everything to beat, and I was like, I'm calling it now. I don't think anything's gonna fucking touch it. Yeah. And you know what? Nothing, Nothing fucking did. fucking touched it, dude. <laughs> Someone it, got close. They tried. Yeah. yeah oh, they yeah, tried. They tried. They tried. And even though you don't do season twos, I don't. You know that it's true. Ain't nothing touched Vinland Saga. It would guaranteed make my top five. I am hesitant to say it would make number one, but it would definitely be really. Up there. Yeah, really. You think there's something better than Vinland Saga season two? Do you want to hear about I, it? Yeah, I kind of do, dude. I kind of do. So here's the thing. You sack of shit. Here's the thing for me. Here's the thing for me, Roger. I got a whole. You gonna let the good buddies the the award show go out like this? Well, so let me let me spell it out for you. Okay, if it's domestic girlfriend, let me I talk accept. to you. Yeah. 
So a couple years ago, 2021, mm-hmm. I had Ranking of Kings at four out of my top five. You know why that is? Is because realistically it should have been higher, but I'm always very apprehensive with the things because it was ongoing. You know, uh, could have turned out trash like Wonder Egg. Real bummer. Plus, recency bias has its weight. I didn't want to, you know, it was ongoing. It was a new show at the time. So okay. I'm very hesitant at putting such shows on my list at all. My point is, I really struggled with this list and with this show in particular, which I was originally not on my list at all. I wasn't going to put this on my top five at all. I mean, for God's sake, look at Witch for Mercury, right? It was going to get the Witch for Mercury. I was going to say save it for next year. But just for kicks, I copied and pasted the title to my number one spot just to see what it looked like. And it felt right. It felt correct. It's the right move for me personally. My number one of 2023 is Free Rin Beyond Journey's End. Okay. This fucking show. It's magic. And I'm not just saying that because its main character is an elf girl who shoots fucking Kamehameha's out of her. So if you had staff. to pick between a second season of this and a third season of Inland Saga, what are you going to choose? That is a false equivalence, and I will not play your shitty game, devil. I just want to know, man. You're a monster. You're calling me the Adam Cole? I'm calling you the Adam Cole. Boom. Uh... <laughs> The thing about this show is it gives you this massive, changing, living, breathing world adventures that span across snowy mountains through tiny villages and massive cities. And yet it keeps this quiet, this still small core of group characters and gives them such incredible development and everything. Now, I will grant you, I gave Villain Saga Season 2 my character in development. This is real close. Story and setting, that's where this one took over. Um these tiny moments of levity, levity, these heavy moments of loss. Wow, simply put, season two, huh? Simply put, it is the best storytelling I've seen in a long time. Ever? I would put it up Better against Casablanca. I would put it up against. I've never seen Casablanca. Actually, I should okay. check that. Out. I have seen Citizen Kane. Better than Citizen Kane. <laughs> Citizen Kane has a fucking jump here, scare. Folks. Free Rin Beyond Journey's End, better than Citizen Kane. You goddamn right. Uh, simply put, it is fan fucking tastic. And if it shits the bed in part do uh, part two, then well, I'll be goddamn. They fooled my ass. They got me. But right now, mm-hmm. fourteen episodes into Free Rin Beyond Journey's End, it is my number one of the year. It just feels right. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's something we review in twenty twenty four. I feel like I, I want you to watch this. I'm not. I'm not. I know, man. I can say you got well, to. Hey, hey. You know what? I can say you got to. I think to. in twenty twenty four we'll definitely resurrect the. I suggest one for you. You suggest one for me. Obviously, so. that's gonna happen. Yep. Uh, but yes, yeah. it. hey, it's gonna. It, you got that to look forward to, kids. Uh, that is our list. Let's tell them one more time from the tippity top. Number one for Roger, Vinland Saga season two. Incredible yep. program, absolutely amazing. Yep. Loved it. And for me, it's got to go to Free Rin Beyond Journey's End. Yep. I really love it. I heard show. it's amazing. It's a good time. I heard man. it's amazing. It's dude. really fucking good. I heard it's amazing. And that is our list. We done did it. We did the thing. Uh, just like Angela Bassett, uh, we we got there, man. We fucking got there. And you, and you know what, good buddies? Hmm. You know what I want to hear? What's that? Is I want to hear your list. Tell us what you thought. Hit us in the Discord. Hit, hit us, us up in the, the comments. Discord. Whatever it takes. Send us an email. Wherever you are. At the Good Buddies Anime Pod. Near, gmail.com. far, wherever you are. You don't even have to do everything that we did. Send us your awards, and I will tell you what. We won't judge you. They are open for interpretation. You sack of shit. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Best awards, I will send them a shot of the Texas Miss I don't think you can legally do that. I don't think you can hey, legally man. mail that to anybody. Hey, you might have just broke I'm, your fucking. Maybe I did, dude. Maybe I did. I'm on the inside broke your now. Mouse. 
I'm on the inside. Don't forget to recharge that motherfucker, because you know next time we record, it's going to be the tier list. Oh, it's the tier list? Son next time's bitch. the tier list, baby. Yeah, it's the tier And then we'll get into everything else we want after that, but next time's going to be the tier list. Today I, I don't me. mind telling you, I watched three fucking shows so far, <laughs> and they were mostly garbage. The first fucking thing I watched, and I will tell you, please save yourself the trouble. Spoiler alert, it's in the chasm. It was gushing over magical girls, and that show. Dude, it has it. gushing in the title. It's man. gushing right gushing, there in the title. I'm real sad I watched that. <laughs> yeah, man. And Honestly, it, like, here's what's even fucked more up. sad that you goosh later. The animation is pretty <laughs> decent. The fucking like, uh, it's got some jokes that like, it's got some great reaction faces. Twelve year olds, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. It bad, baby. It's a it bad, bad time. Uh, but yes, next time we will be doing the tier list for the new. Uh, animes for the winter season. My God, it's going to be some shit. I can already feel it coming in the air tonight. Uh, but yes, if you want to tell us your top fives, we would love to hear about your number ones, your favorites, your best this and that. You got to hit us I up. I can feel it gushing <laughs> in the air. <laughs> You're a monster. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Goosh. Goosh your goo, my dear. Yep. Goose your goose. Uh, hit us up dude. in the Discord. Hit us up in any of the social media we may or may not use. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you all, all of our good buddies. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our musicians. Thank you, Mary with Seed Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, for use of our opening theme, Paper Doll. We love you so much. Thank you, Haas, aka Thomas Tastes Better, aka Dungeon Witch on YouTube, for our closing theme. Uh, which is called The Buddy's Good. I almost said Paper Doll again. I'm a little drunk off this misquit. Yeah, man. He Thank you again, Haas, misquit, dude. Uh, for the use of our closing theme, The Buddy's Good. Texas Thank you so much. Squid. We love you. And I think that about does it, it does, Roger. Dude. And you know I had to pee again. Do you have one to take us out on? Oh, yeah, man. All right. Well, from all of us here, uh, from the Good Buddies Anime U Universe, and for the first time of 2024, thank you so much for listening. I am... Your good buddy, Brandon. I am your good buddy, Roger. Open for interpretation. <laughs> I can feel it being interpreted tonight. What? Oh, no. What? The fucking worst. Dude, this whiskey sucks. <laughs>